0: God's Word is His weapon for revival and transformation of lives for His glory. Prepare your heart as you receive the Word of God coming to you from Calvary Revival Labors. For inquiries and counsel, you can send an email to Labels at gmail.com or call 08065607999. God bless you as you listen and obey. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Um, we want to appreciate God for this Women Discipleship Conference that started yesterday and all that God did in our life yesterday and all that He wants to do in our life today. We are still looking at our team, Women of Good Understanding. Yesterday we saw the strange woman and the nagging wife. As the book of Proverbs describe that character that shows us a woman that is that lacks understanding, that is foolish. And we prayed that God will deliver us from such threats, such character of uh, such a woman. Today we are going to begin to look at uh, further deeply into that theme, looking at the life of Abigail as an example of a woman of good understanding. So turn your Bibles to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 25. 1 Samuel chapter 25, we are going to read and be uh, picking things from the story of Abigail as a woman of good understanding. 1 Samuel chapter 25. Let's start from verse one. And Samuel died, and all the Israelites were gathered together and lamented him, and buried him in his house at Ramah. And David arose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. And there was a man in Moab, whose possessions were in Carmel. And the man was very great, and he had three thousand sheep and a thousand goats. And he was sharing his sheep in camel. Now the name of the man was Nebal, and the as the Bible described her here. The husband was described as a, an evil man, a man that is rude, ill-mannered. That's the meaning of Shalish. But the wife was a nice woman a woman of good understanding. And yesterday we saw that for Nebal to be a very great man as the Bible described here that his wife Abigail is the secret. The person that is steering greatness in the life of Nebal is Abigail the wife and even though the man was evil and choleric in his doing the wife has been there as an intercessor you will soon discover the way she interceded for her husband when there was a danger that was you know about to take away the life of her husband. Amen. So what are we seeing from this? You know, we need to have some basic understanding about what God can do and what God cannot do, (laughs) if there is anything like that. Amen. You know, there are problems in marriages several marriages have several problems, you know, but one thing we need to understand is that there is no problem that God cannot solve. There is no marital problem that is beyond the power of God. Sometimes you see people go to the point of separation, go to the point of divorce. Why do they do that? They do that because they don't come to God for solution to their problem. The first marriage in the Bible was the marriage of Adam and Eve that God himself originated. But that marriage had problem and we saw how God stepped in to solve the problem. In the New Testament, The story of Jesus' miracles started with marriage The first miracle that Jesus did Was in a marriage ceremony And in that marriage ceremony There was a problem And that problem was solved by the Lord Now what is that telling us? At the beginning of the Old Testament At the beginning of the uh, 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 creation the marriage that had problem, God solved the problem. At the beginning of the New Testament, God also stepped in to solve the problem of the marriage therein. That is to show us that there is no problem in marriage that God cannot solve. And if your pro- marriage is having a problem, I want to prophesy to you that God will solve your mar- marital problems in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, Another thing I want us to note as we uh, begin to study the life of Abigail and the lessons from her life is that sometimes and most times, whenever marriage is a problem, there is always somebody to blame. Eh? There is always somebody to what? When God came to Adam and said, Adam, what is happening? He started blaming his... Uh, wife. He came to Eve and said, What is happened? What happened? He's she started blaming the servants. They don't want to take responsibility for that problem that came up in the marriage. And that is always the reason why so many marital problems are unsolved. Some of the problems leads to separation, leads to divorce because either the man and the woman doesn't want to take responsibility. Of the problem in the marriage why the man is saying I am not the cause of this problem It is my wife that is the cause of this problem The wife is saying I am not the cause of this problem It is my husband that is the cause of this problem And so because of that Nobody wants to take responsibility And that will cause them You know to miss out From the purpose of God Adam and Eve They were cast out From the garden of Eden you know, when they began to blame each other or try to give excuse for their failure, Adam never repented. He never repented. He blamed the wife. Instead of opening up and saying, God, I'm sorry, I take responsibility for what has happened. So, we, we should not blame people for our marriages. We should learn to take responsibility over our marriages. And when you begin to take responsibility over your marriage Then you notice that God will begin to help you Sort out and solve every problem Again, don't give excuse Don't give excuse why your marriage is not working Or should not work If there is any woman that will give excuse Why her marriage should not work It should be a big girl What do you think? It should be a big girl Look at the kind of husband she has I noticed that even the servants of Nebal was calling Nebal the son of Belia. That is, He's a man that has been known that he's an evil man. He's, he doesn't have regard for anybody. He doesn't have respect for anybody. And so they termed him a son of Belial. And he quickly manifested that when, you know, David sent men to come to him to ask for a favor. David and his men has been in the wilderness hungry because Saul was looking for him to kill. And he has been running away from Saul. And at this particular point, you know, David heard that never was sharing his sheep and you know being such a man that has three thousand sheep and one thousand goats David felt like we have been you know protecting and preserving your sheep while you know your your shepherds are in the wilderness do us a favor give us something now that you are celebrating and sharing your sheep let's have something Oh my God. The man railed. The Bible says he railed on David. He reviled David. Look at what he said in verse verse 10. And Nabal answered David's servants and said, Who is David and who is the son of Jesse? There be many servants nowadays that break away every man from his master. Shall I then take my bread and my water? and my flesh that I have killed for for my sharers, and give it unto men whom I know not where they come from. Can you imagine that? Who doesn't know David in the land of Israel from the day that David killed Goliath, Why was Saul chasing David at that point? Is it not because David has become more popular than Saul? that the women were crying, Saul has killed a thousand, and David has killed ten thousand. And Saul was mad. So you mean that you are giving more regard for David than me? He now began to, because he felt that the next thing that they will do now is to overthrow him and take David to be the king. Since he's now been receiving an accolade of, you know, greater accolade than him that is the king. That was why he was pursuing him. I get it. He was chasing him. But look at what neighbors He said, who is David? He doesn't, as if he doesn't know who is David. So who is son of Jesse? David is well respected in Israel. People even knew that it was out of envy that Saul was pursuing him. But look at how he totally insulted David. Excuse me. If somebody asks you for something, and you don't want to give him. Is that an occasion for you to start insulting the person? Tell the person, no, I'm not going to give you. Don't worry. And the person will go. But for you to begin to insult the person, and at the end of the day, you did not still give. You know, there are some sometimes somebody will ask you for money, maybe your child. You got angry and you talk, talk, talk. After talking, you still give the money. Isn't it? Because They said, bringing out money as a way of uh, making somebody. (laughs) Now, but this one is that you totally insulted David. Say, how can I take my bread and my flesh that I have killed and give to men that I don't know where they are coming from? Such an insult! Such a man who has no respect for David, who has no respect. For the, you know, as of this time, David has been anointed, even though secretly. And, you know, that's the kind of husband that Abigail has. Are you following me? So, if there is anybody who will have a reason why she will say, my marriage is not working, and my marriage should not work, it should be Abigail. Many of us, and many of the people today, that are complaining about their husbands. Nepal, your husband is ten times better than neval. Have you seen women complaining about their husband? Hey, my husband is this one, my husband is not doing this one. My husband is. If a big girl can manage and live with Nebal as a wife, and she's not complaining or giving excuses, she didn't run away from that. Rather, by the reason of her, you know. Good understanding. He was able to understand this man, and was living with him in such a way that, you know, the man even become great, and his business was progressing. I believe, you know, the Bible said, and the Lord blessed the house of Potiphar because of Joseph, and the Lord blessed uh, Leban because of Jacob. You know those stories. So. God actually blesses because of And I believe that Nebel was prosperous and great Because of Abigail If Abigail has been such kind of person That is, you know Trying to keep malice Who knows how Nebel talks to her If Nebel can talk to David like this Are you getting what I'm saying? Who knows how Nebel talks to her I remember a woman, you know, telling me how her husband... In fact, there is something it said that touched, touched me. She said that from the time that she got married to her husband, that she has not quarrelled with her husband, and their marriage is over 20 years. Now, the husband is such a hot-tempered man, such an angry man, that, you know, any little thing will get, her, get him angry. And not just getting him angry, it will not uh, it will make him to start saying so many things against her. See, what she will normally do is she will just keep her mouth shut. Sometimes she will just leave the house, you know, for him, and wait for when the anger will cool down. And sometimes when she, he becomes so much angry, so much hot-tempered, eh, he will have to call his brother and say please come and see your brother I don't know what is happening I was looking at this woman you see, she said she never exchanged words with her husband why she understood her husband's weakness a woman of good understanding must understand that your husband is not a perfect man and in this case we are not even talking about being a perfect man we are talking about being an evil man if the Bible describes Nebal as an evil man Please, Nebal is what? An evil man That's no don't, don't try to paint it or cover it The Bible clearly says that Nebal is what? An evil man Maybe there is no space to describe to us Other evils that this man is committing But evil is evil Evil can never be good And if this man is an evil man And a big girl Remain with him at this point and he has become blessed by the reason of his wife then we must learn a lesson from a there is something to learn from her and i want us to move down amen so don't complain don't blame people don't say eh, it is my because i married a very bad man it is because my my husband is from uh, one village like that where they are doing charm or they are doing evil no matter how evil your husband is I don't think he is as evil as Nepal and yet this intelligent woman Abigail has something to uh, teach us from her relationship with her husband now look at what happened in verse 14 But one of the young men told Abigail, Neba's wife, saying, Behold, David sent messengers out of the wilderness to salute our master. And he railed on them. But the men were very good unto us. And we were not hurt. Neither missed we anything as long as we were conversant with them. When we were in the field. They were a wall unto us Both by day and night All the while We were with them keeping the sheep Amen. Amen Did you notice something here One of the young men Came to the wife And began to report What happened How the husband treated The men that we are sent by David why did this young man go to the wife why because they knew that solution salvation can come from Abigail they knew Abigail that when there is a problem in the house and she got to know about it they knew that if the husband fails to attend to issues that she is supposed to attend because of maybe his life as an evil man that a big girl has the capacity of handling it it was that knowledge that made him to go and report the matter to the wife and said look at what happened i don't know Whether you can do something. In fact, look at what she told her. her In verse 17. Now, therefore, know and consider what thou will do. Eh? For evil is determined against our master. And against all his household. For he is such a son of Belial. That a man cannot talk to him. Can you see the reports of the servants? Of. Never. never. Reporting Neba To his wife. Saying that you know your husband. Is a son of Belia. Abigiel knew. No. He said that a man cannot talk to him. He's such a man. That a man. He doesn't listen to anybody. Can you imagine you having a husband. You know I told the story of a woman. That if he were not listening. Eh. The wife. We call the brother and the brother will come and he will listen to the brother but what about a man that has nobody to listen to how was Abigail coping good understanding are you following so when this young man reported I said look at what your husband has done and the way David will react to this I'm afraid what will happen next because the truth is that they were a wall unto us by day and by night they had a role they played a great role in the preservation of this ship they protected so if they did not protect and preserve us while we are there who knows what would have happened to us who knows maybe people would have stolen the ship people would have beaten us up. A lot of things would have happened. This David is part of the greatness of your house. Your husband doesn't want to acknowledge that. Will you acknowledge that? Let's see what Abigail did. In verse 18. Let's read together verse 81 to go. Then Abigail made haste and took 200 loaves and two bottles of wine. And five sheep ready dressed, and five measures of parched corn, and a hundred clusters of raisins, and two hundred cakes of figs, and laid them on asses. And she said unto her servants, Go on before me, behold, I come after you. But she told not her husband, Never. Why didn't she tell her husband never? Why? 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 Who knows why? why? Eh? Who knows why? why? The reason is simple. Her husband will not agree. Do you understand? The man will say no. And she knew that if the man says no, no, that the man will die Are you getting that Now Can somebody say oh, he did, She did not submit To her husband eh? When I read that But she did not tell her husband I underlined it in my Bible I asked the Holy Spirit But why She should have submitted To her husband she should have told her husband what she's about to do. And the Holy Ghost said, she is such an intelligent woman. And she has read the handwriting on the wall. And she has come to know that if she followed that pathway, that that man will die. Do you understand First of all, she wanted to save the situation because she knew. The truth is that when she finally met David, David said, if you have not done this, eh, I have vowed under God that no man, no male, will remain in the house of your husband by tomorrow morning. Any man that is in that house, including the man, we would have died by tomorrow morning. So Abigail would have been safe. Her life would have not been touched. Do you understand what I'm talking about? She was trying to save the life of an evil husband. Are you are you getting something? <laughs> oh my god. I I I pray that your eyes will open. Eh? There is a difference between life and death. Yeah. When it is about death and you really love... Okay, excuse me. Can we say that Abigail loved her husband? Yes! Yeah. Yeah. yes. Even though the man was evil. yet she loved him. It was out of love for him that she wanted to do something that will spare his life. Sometimes you hear a woman say, My husband is bad. My husband is an evil man. I say, love your husband, respect your husband. Say, who? This man? You don't know this man. This is a very bad man. Eh? No. Can we read? hold uh, abigail story hold it with one hand and move to titus let's see something from the book of titus we are com- coming back to abigail story are you in titus eh? yeah. titus is after Um, Second Timothy Before the book of Hebrews Are you there now? Let's read verse Verse 3 Chapter 2 Verse 3 Titus Chapter 2 Verse 3 Let's read together. One to good. The aged women, likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not giving to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, that is self-controlled, to love their husbands comma, to love their children let's stop there what will the aged women teach the younger women what will they teach them to be self-controlled that's one number two to be what again to love their husbands and to love their children that is look at it look at the order. there is loving your children there isn't it and there is loving your husbands there isn't it which one came first eh? to love their husbands first of all come, and then to love their children which one do women put first generally so by saying husband I think it depends on the woman what do you think? your husband first that's a woman of good understanding but there are some of us ah if your husband is in a need and your child is in a need which one will be touching you more? which one will you be having sleepless nights for? are you getting what I'm saying? We are not saying that you should not take care of the children. Even the husband also wants to take care of the children. But most times, instead of you to love your husband and you know meet his need, you see yourself ignoring him and say, this is my child. Sometimes you forgot that if not for your husband, you will not have a child. Eh? Sometimes you forgot that the children are passengers as we saw yesterday that enter the, at a particular junction into the bus where you are a conductor eh? and that very soon the passengers will drop and it will be only conductor and driver that will leave until they become old and this is the reason please listen this is the reason why we have so many you know widows because when the woman is so concerned about the children and he's neglecting to take care of the husband. To love the husband. To protect the husband. Just like a big girl intervened here. Before you know it, the man will just go. So that you will enjoy your children. Because that's what your heart has been reading. Are you getting what I'm saying? We have so many widows than widowers. Not because sometimes some people say it's because men are carrying so many load. It's not true. Men are carrying so many load and that's why God gave them women. So that the women can... You know, help them. Are, are you getting it? So, the woman that is supposed to be a helpmeet to your husband, you now leave the work of a helpmeet and become a lover of children at the expense of not looking at your husband to see the sacrifice you can make, to see the love you can show that we preserve both of you. Are you getting it now? And before you know it, the man will just maybe, of course, like we saw yesterday that one of the things you must pursue and achieve as a woman is achieve, pursue and achieve the fact that anytime your husband is thinking about home, he's excited. Anytime he's coming back home and you are at home, he's excited. There are some people, people don't men don't verbalize many things. I mean when I, I'm talking about man, men generally. Both man and woman. Eh? There are some people, if their husband is going out, they say, ah, thank God. I beg, beg I rest. This man is a troublesome man. The same thing, there are some people when their wife is going out, they say, ah, thank God. Or they are, they are, they are going out. It's not supposed to be so. It's not supposed to be so. To love their husbands, then, To love their children. So, that's what we are noticing. In fact, in the story of Abigail and Neba, nothing was said about the children. I mean, from the beginning of the story to the end. Not because they don't have children. They have children. But what God wanted to bring out is how the intervention of this woman saved the life of the husband, at least for the moment. She loved husband go back to the story first Samuel 25 amen look at verse okay we have seen the things that she packed Eh? let's look at the the load that she packs verse 18 then Abigail made haste Oh my God Um Sorry for taking you back and forth But I want you to go back To Titus chapter 2 Let's see the, the, There are so many things that The old women Should teach the younger women One of them is to be self-controlled The other one is to be To love their husband To love their children Now look at verse 5 To be what? To be discreet. That's the word that is taking us back there. To be what? what? To be discreet. Chest. Chest has to do with to be morally, you know, um, sound. To be morally sound. Opposite of chest is immorality. That they should not be immoral. Then they should also teach them to be what? Keepers at home. They should also teach them to be what? To be good. They should also teach them to be what? To be obedient to their own husbands. That the word of God may not be blamed. You can see that there is loving their husband first. Then the last in the list is what? To be obedient. If you don't love your husband, you will not be able to Obey him. Jesus said in John 14:15, if you love me, do what? Keep my commandment. Now, by the word that I want to I want us to see is the word discrete. I have to take time to check the meaning of the word discrete in dictionary. And look at what dictionary said about discrete. He said Done or say it in a careful way so that you do not offend, upset, or embarrass people. Done or say it in a careful way when you want to do something, you want to say something, you do it, you say it. In a careful way, so that you will not offend your husband, or another person, a colleague, or upset, or embarrass people. We call it manner of presentation. Eh? Discreet and it doesn't have only one meaning that word is a very serious word I did a little research on that word and the another word for it is description description that is both of them they have the same Is description discreet is a mother word for description now look at another meaning of discreet Careful not to talk about things that other people want to keep secret. Careful not to talk about things that other people want to keep secret. The older women should teach the younger women not to open their mouth anyhow and say things that will offend their husband and say things that will upset their husband or say things that will embarrass their husband and then they should be careful not to talk about things that their husband want to keep what secret that's a discreet woman and then when you come to description which is what abigail exhibited here look at description description is the ability and the right to decide exactly what should be done in a particular situation ability to decide exactly what should be done in a particular situation ability to deal with situation in a way that does not embarrass people especially by like keeping other people's secrets. Every woman should master the word discreet and discretion. If you can master discreet and discretion, your life as a woman will be a testimony. Ability to act to know what to do at a particular point in time that we help and encourage your husband Sometimes when you want to do something that we, you are thinking that, okay, let me ask. How I many of you, you have thought about doing something and you have done it and you believe that your husband will be happy when he comes back and see what you have done? And then he comes back. He didn't even do I as if he see anything that you have done. But you have thought and believed that if I do this, this man will appreciate what I've done. How I many of us you have seen that guy <laughs> Why is he like that? You I think you need higher, you know, level of discretion to know exactly what to do. That will move the man. That's a woman of understanding. You need to study your husband and understand. When we say a woman of good understanding, the first thing and the first person to understand is what? your husband because if you don't understand him you will not be able to help him how can you help a man you have not understood and listen there is nothing like understanding if there is no knowledge you must know everything about your husband when a woman gets married he sent with a man. But you know, we are not addressing men today. But when a woman gets married, she has entered into an university. They used to say that marriage is university. But sometimes they don't tell you the subject that you are supposed to study. How many of us heard that word? That marriage is like university. You keep learning every day. Now let me tell you. The core subject in that university is your partner. study him and to have every knowledge that you need to know about him so that you will be able to understand him and know what moves him because what moves a man or let's say a a man may never move the. Are you getting it? So you need to understand your own husband. Not a general understanding of men. That one is okay. You should know men and you know what men like and all of that. Sometimes they will tell you that the the is it the easiest way to a man's heart is his stomach. Have you heard that before? But that theory is not working for every man. If you think that the, In fact, it's not working for me eh? If my wife Want to get to my heart She should not even try cooking <laughs> eh? Because I may eat the food But that may not still get to my heart I think she knew the easiest way to my wife To my heart Have you known? <laughs> it's not easy to know Eh? Because sometimes, the person will not be able to tell you. The only thing is that you see yourself complaining, If you did this one, what is cha in English? Cha? No way. Amen. So, we must master the word description. So that you will be able to know a big girl has to do what she is doing fast. The Bible says she made haste. Now look at it. She was going to meet David. And then she met David on the way coming to kill everybody in the house. That is to say, if she has wasted time, what would have happened? A woman of discretion. A woman that is discreet. A woman of understanding must know exactly what to do and how fast to do it. Sometimes you will see yourself saying ah this thing came to my heart. Yeah but I'm that I should do this. But you have seen that because you didn't do that these things as what problems has come. If you have done that at the right time you would have stayed the situation in your home in your marriage. Amen. So there are things to do at a particular point in time. And as a woman of understanding, you must understand the situation. She understood the situation of things exactly. She knew that what her husband have told this man, there is no man that will hear it and keep quiet. She also knew that David is a man of war. And that David will come and finish the house. So she made haste. She was on time. She quickly... Sometimes preparing, you know, to move out and do something on time is a problem to many women. Eh? It's a problem. Abigail was smart. She was fast. She was, you know, she did it exactly when she should do it. Sometimes if a man and a woman is going somewhere, who is the first to prepare? The woman Okay, your own case is you You must be A different kind of woman In most cases I'm not talking about children because What your mind will go now is that you are preparing the children Even if there is no children Sometimes you see a woman You know, trying to You know Wear this cloth You go to the mirror You remove, wear another one You go to the middle. How many of us are doing that kind of (laughs) thing? And before you know it, time has passed. If it's church, you are going, you will always go late. And when you go late, you say, God, I'm sorry for going late. Today. Next Sunday, God is already waiting to hear the same, I'm sorry. Because God knows that you have a problem of preparing fast and taking action with discretion ability to act on time she made hers and then she is a generous woman are you not seeing her generosity how many loaves of bread eh 200 loaves now listen david was asking Nabal to give him some things maybe Nabal was sharing his sheep so it's a celebration a big things are there all over the place but stinginess, you know what's evil we not allow the man to give Abigail went and collected enough, 200 loaves 2 bottles of wine 5 sheep ready dressed enough meat and 5 measures of parched corn and 100 clusters of raisin 200 cakes of figs and laid them on asses Somebody say generous A woman that is ready to give The problem we have In In homes and marriages Is majorly most times Where you see a man That is generous And is ready to give The moment he gets married eh, What do you notice? Everything Is like Using zip And zip Close every year. The man used to give to her, his mother, his brothers, his sisters, you know, people around. But this time around, if he is to give at all, he will not allow the wife to know. He will be giving in secret. Not the Bible kind of secret that Jesus said giving in secret to, but giving without telling the wife, because he knows that if he tells the wife that he's giving, trouble. many of us know what i'm talking about abigail was different in fact her own case was opposite the man was stingy but she was generous may you be a generous woman a woman of understanding is a generous woman that extends her you know goose to people that are in need to people that are poor david and his men are hungry they need to eat I get in it. And Abigail I understood that we need to give these people something to eat. May your house be such a house that the needy and the hungry will come and they will eat. Sometimes, you know, I used to say when a woman receives you in the house and the man did not receive you, you can stay in that house as much as you like. Eh? Because the woman is the owner of the home Every woman builds her home Not her husband's home Do you remember that scripture? Proverbs 14:1. Who is the owner of the home? The woman Clap for yourself Every woman builds her what? Her home So the moment they marry you And you enter the home Who is the owner? The man is the owner of the field That's why he always goes out Why the woman is the owner of what? The home builds her home I get it. God is fair to women. Gave you home. Now, but that home, you need to ensure that that home is a home where people are taken care of. If you look at Abraham, how hospitable he was, you notice that it was because of Sarah. He said, Sarah, go and get... He, the Bible says he attended to... Uh, Angels, amen. So, we have to be generous. We have seen, I have heard stories, I've seen things happen. People coming for counseling saying, uh, Forget about what my wife is doing when you people came home. She will bring out the malt, eh? and we go inside and say, Be careful the kind of people you are bringing up to this house. We'll be finishing our malt. But she will come out and say, you blah welcome. Oh? Eh, what are you going to drink? Is he uh mineral? And she will go inside, the same woman, and say, I don't like this kind of visitors coming to my, our household. So you see the man. The man is no longer relaxed in his home. Abigail was different. She's generous. She's a giver. May you be a giver. It's one of the things that makes a home to be a blessed home. Especially, I said, if a man receives you in the house and the woman did not receive you, run for your life. Because the woman may not talk to you and say, I did not receive you. Go. But she will deal with you. <laughs> By the time she deal with you, one or two days or three days, you will find your way. So women are very, very important in the home. And you can see that every human being comes out of home. All these people you are seeing that are you know causing trouble, kidnapping people, bandits and all of that. Research so, shows that majority of them are coming from a separated home. Majority of them are people that doesn't maybe born out of wedlock and they grew in a wayward way and they are just looking for, you know, how to survive. Nobody to take care of them. But if you have a home, a good home, where the woman is standing, the society will become well too. So the women are standing at the middle of the road. To, that will make both the family and the society to be, you know, what is supposed to be, to be good. May you be such a woman like Abigail, that will intervene and cover up the weakness of your husband, because that is why you are you are sent. Amen. Now, verse twenty-three. Verse twenty-three. And when Abigail saw David, she hasted and lighted off the ass, and fell before David on her face and bowed herself to the ground and fell at his feet and said, Upon me, my Lord, upon me, let this iniquity be. Look at what this woman did. Remember the husband despised David. Railed at David. Now listen carefully. The Bible said that Nabal was a very rich man. A very great man. So what do you think the wife should be? Eh? The wife of a very great man. Isn't it? Are you following me at all? Sometimes you notice that when a man is wealthy and rich The woman becomes something else Am I correct? Right. Ah, Pride Not easy to be assessed You will see her Carrying her shoulder high In fact, sometimes higher than the husband But look at what this woman Oh my god david is in the wilderness she's coming from a wedding home Eh? her bed her kitchen her house i don't know whether you are getting what i'm talking about you know the difference between living in a public yard and living in your own duplex in a high powered place of the city you know in this our city There is a place just by living there alone. People will be doing like this to you. Am I correct? What are those places? Mention one. Independence layout. (laughs) Let's know somebody just hear that you are living. So some people use it to brag. One brother got a house and office in the independence layout where he's doing his business. And he said, At least, when you hear that my office is at Independence Layout, you first of all bow first. Know that I'm not uh, playing here. Are you getting it? When you just hear, so look at Abigail coming from Independence Layout in a in an estate, not just Independence Layout of uh, inside an estate. Eh? from her whole house where everything is complete fell in on her look, read your bible carefully she lighted down she didn't do madame she a big madame do you know the one they call thick madame eh? she is the madame but look at what she did she lighted from her horse and fell with her face on the ground. Did you see that? Oh my God. Excuse me, why? How many of us women can do that? Before a man in the way that is. Eh? From a high-powered you know, some of you, when you see uh, even if you decide to go and see the when you see him coming, say, "Okay, please park one side, let me address you. (laughs) Uh, I came with something but uh, just clear by one side let me talk to you small before I go to take care of things at the the house or in the office and with your eyeglass you just do it like this (laughs) such a humble woman are you getting what I'm saying? Such a humble woman opposite her husband. The husband said, Who is David? Who is David? He railed on him. She lied lied down flat on the ground. And she didn't just lie down on the ground. She fell at his feet. She did what she fell at his feet, and what did she say? Upon me, my lord, upon me, be this iniquity. What iniquity is he talking about? The iniquity of her husband, upon me, my lord, upon me, please. Don't ever think of my husband. Please I beg you. I am the one that have sinned. I am the one that is a, that has committed this iniquity. Forget about my husband. She took responsibility. Hi. Adam committed sin. Did she take responsibility of his sin? What did she do? He do. He blamed the wife, isn't it? If committed sin, what did she do? She blamed the servant. Abigail did not commit sin. Did she commit sin? No! If it is her, she would have acted differently. But still, she said, that's what we call an intercessor. A woman of good understanding is an intercessor. And the first person to intercede for is not your children. It's not your mother, your father, your brother, your sister. It's who? Your husband. Your husband. Upon me! My Lord. Who is he calling my Lord? A servant boy in the wilderness. Upon me be this iniquity. So he she knew that her husband has offended. it's just like let me say you are your husband and somebody another man having problem. Are you getting it? And you discover that the man is is coming to destroy your family. He's going to do something. And you decided to intervene. That's what Abigail did. She took it up upon herself. She took responsibility. A woman of good understanding is a responsible woman. A woman of good understanding is an intercessor who have taken it upon her. What is upon? What is upon? Eh? You stand and say, please, carry the punishment, everything you want to give to this man. Let it be upon me. Upon me. Let me tell you something. You know, we have seen about, we have talked about loving your husband. Do you remember? Now, listen. If your husband does not know God, eh? and you are a woman of good understanding, it is an easy thing for you to convert that man. But you must be an intercessor. You must be what? That we be ready to pray for him. Remember what we said at the beginning. That there is no marital problem that God cannot solve. Do you remember? He has solved so many of them. And he can solve everyone. I always tell this story and I think it is because of how important that story is even to this, our team, that I still need to, you know, share it here. A woman was told by her husband. I am getting the second wife and she is coming to the house on so and so date I am tired of you this you are born again eh? I have told you to drop it you refuse I will marry second wife and the woman went for counseling somebody say counseling correct counsel the Bible says by, by wise counsel make war she's already facing a war in her house so she needs wise counsel and the counselor said what do you want to do I want to move how can I be in the house and she will, will bring somebody and they said no no what you should do that day is to prepare the house Prepare a very nice food And receive the man And his new fiancé Into the house Treat the man like a king And the girl is bringing like a queen Be the servant girl That day and serve both of them She said this thing is hard though I cannot do this But Christ in you Can do it And so she did exactly that. She was serving, you know. And at a time, the girl that came asked the man that was being served, who is this lady that is serving us? And he said, that's my wife I've been telling you about now. Because, you know, the lady can never and will never imagine that this is a... You know that kind of thing? So she believed that maybe it's a house girl maybe the wife is not around and the house girl is trying to serve and he said that's my wife you can see not. I'm not comfortable with her again that's why I'm bringing you and that lady said you must be a madman she turned and said to him you must be a madman you have a humble woman like this do you think I can do this thing that she's doing Eh? you have somebody like this as a wife and you are not satisfied you are not okay with her you are a madman the lady just rose up and left and never came back again somebody say intelligent sometimes let me tell you what wins the battle is not hey, who is, you, you, so you are bringing somebody here, it cannot happen in this house I will not be there, it will happen you are bringing a second wife, no 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 let me call your father now, let me call your mother now oh. as you are saying shouting the man will give you a slap. he is hey, beating me up he is beating me up oh. somebody say wisdom, wisdom. understanding, wisdom. understanding. Wisdom. knowledge Oh, my husband, I noticed that he's an adulterer. He's pursuing women. There is an understanding, there is a knowledge, there is a wisdom that you need to apply on that man and his leg will come inside. Even when he is not where you are in another location, he will be so much afraid to go out because of you. Women of good understanding. Humility wins the battle. Look at how humble Abigail is. So many women are proud. And let me tell you what causes pride. What causes pride is this. The Bible says, let's read it from the Bible. Um, Proverb chapter 13 verse 10. So that, hold first Samuel, Proverbs 13 Verse 10 Are you there? Let's read together I want to go Only by pride Commit what? Contention But with the well advice Is wisdom Only by pride Comet quarrel. The Bible did not say that by pride, commit quarrel. What did the Bible say? Only, only, anytime you see yourself quarreling with your husband or with anybody, is an indication. The Bible says only by pride, commit that quarrel. Are you getting it? If you are not proud, if you are as humble as a Abigail, that order will not have happened. Do you know what Abigail would have done if it would be some of the some of the our, uh, women in our time? When she heard that her husband did that kind of thing to the men of David, she would go to her husband and say, Excuse me, why do you do this kind of thing? Eh? Don't you know that these people will come and kill us? Hey, you you my husband, you can disgrace somebody. This man, what did they do to you? Ha! She will go and begin to talk to the man. Do you remember Nagin? Do you remember a Nagin wife? Begin to worry the man. Worry the man. Worry the man. Worry the man. Did she talk to the husband? Eh? She stepped in into action that will save the life of the husband. And she knew that this can only happen by humility. She humbled herself. And let me tell you something do you remember that okay, as we go down, you notice that David, the moment the husband died David called Abigail and said, come and be my wife do you remember that some of you think this is a listen do you know why why David was moved to marry Abigail, do you know why humility David when Abigail bowed David was like, ah, madam. I don't know how to describe this to you. Okay. What rich man do you know in Enugu uh, state? Is there any rich man you know? Talk. Just call the name of any man. It's not a. Just. <laughs> I, I hope you are following what I'm saying. The madam of the senator. Eh? the madam of that oil magnet is the one bowing down that thing is not act, let me tell you there are things you cannot act, it's not inside of you, that's why you cannot do it, you tell yourself I cannot do this, you cannot do it because it's not inside of you there are some of us, if they ask you to do what that woman that attended to a new fiancee of the husband, you will never agree Judge yourself. Eh? Yeah. You will never You you will say, what? I cannot do it. How can he do that in the first place? Let him try it. You'll be talking like that. The man will try it. And if you mess up, he will beat you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Humility. Single sisters, if you want to get married fast, eh? yeah. <laughs> oh my God. A big girl, the moment her husband died, the king to be, say, come, 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 be my wife. Who made it? Be my wife. Single sisters, are you here? You want to marry fast? <laughs> Let me say this. I'm not saying that any man that comes and say marry me, you should marry the person. But I'm telling you, when you are humble, you'll be getting proposals. What did I say you should be getting? Proposals. Because I told you something yesterday that is the first need of a man. What did I tell you, generally? What did I tell you yesterday? Respect and honor. When Abigail faced David, she honored him. She honored him as a king. Called him my lord. Abigail, for God's sake, is much older than David. Are you following what I'm talking about? Respect. Sometimes you see uh, sisters saying uh, this person self. Does he know that I'm older than him? You are talking to a man. Let me ask. Can a man that is older than you marry you? Eh? I have seen 10 years older. 10 years older. The man marrying the woman. So... If you are going to be a woman of good understanding, you must be a humble woman. One of the greatest things that touched me, that's why I'm dwelling on it, about Abigail, is her what? Humility. She was so humble. May you be a humble woman. In the name of Jesus Christ. Humility comes as a result of that understanding. And then, Look at what she prayed. She took up the matter in prayer, praying to David. Say, Upon me, my Lord. Upon me. Let this iniquity be. And let thy handmaid, I pray thee, speak in thy audience. And hear the word of thy handmaid. David is my Lord. She is what? A maid. Wife of a rich man is calling herself what? A maid. And he's begging David to please hear me out. These things are not something that you can maneuver. It's coming from the heart. And she said, Let not my Lord, I pray thee, regard this man of Belia. Who is he talking about now? Her husband, even Nebal, for as his name is, so is he. Nebal is his name, and fully is with him. But I, thy handmaid, saw not. The young men of my Lord, whom thou didst send. Now, therefore, my Lord, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, seeing the Lord as withholding thee from coming to shed blood and from avenging thyself with thy own hand. Now let thy enemies and they that seek evil to my Lord be as never And now this blessing which thy handmaid has brought unto my Lord. Let it even be given unto the young men that follow my Lord. I pray thee. Everybody, verse 28, read it together. Look at your Bible, please. Verse 28. Read it together. One to go. I pray thee. Forgive the trespass. Of who? Of who? Who is the handmaid? Abigail. You remember that she has taken the iniquity upon her before now. So she is no longer saying, forgive the iniquity of Nebuchadnezzar, my husband. Are you, are you seeing an intercessor here? She's pleading that this iniquity, this trespass of me should be forgiven because she has taken the iniquity of her husband as her what? Iniquity. And she's interceding for this man, trying to save his life. And she succeeded in saving his life any woman of good understanding that wants her husband to be saved must carry the iniquity of your husband upon you and you must be humble enough as you come before the presence of god to make detailed intercession for your husband and you will see her saying his sin as your sin and you will ask god to forgive forgive the iniquity of your handmaid for the Lord will certainly make my Lord a sure house, because my Lord fought the battles of the Lord, and evil has not been found in thee all thy days. Please, something is coming out of, of Abigail here, and I want us to see that quickly. Abigail is a woman that knows God. Did you see what she's telling David? She knows God. She said, "Look at what she said in verse um, verse 26." He said, "Now, therefore, my lord." Who is he calling my lord? If you check how many times he called him my lord, eh? Kai, can we check it? Let's check it from verse 24. Is there my Lord in verse 24? That's number one. Verse 25. What did you see there? Let not my Lord. Number two. Look at the last line in verse 25. Eh? But I thy handmaid saw not the young man of whom My Lord. That's number three. Verse 26. Now therefore my Lord. How many now? Number four. Let's keep going. Look at the last line in verse 26. Twenty-six. They, they that seek evil to my Lord. How many now? Five. Look at verse 27. And now this blessing which thy hand men has brought unto who now? My Lord. How many now? Six, isn't it? Let it even be given unto the young men that follow who now? My Lord. How many now? Seven. Verse 28 I pray thee forgive the trespass of thy handmaid For the Lord will certainly make who? Make who? My Lord is your house How many now? 8 Verse 29 Yet a man is risen to pursue thee And to seek thy soul But the soul of who? My Lord How many now? 9 Look at verse 30 and it shall come to pass when the lord shall have done to who to who my lord how many now ten look at verse 31 that this shall be no grief unto thee nor offense of heart unto who my lord how many now it has not finished you look at the last part of that verse but when the lord have dealt well with who my lord Remember thy how many? Twelve times. Thirteen. Oh, we jumped one. Are you are you seeing something? Very humble. What she called herself is a med. Your hand not even a med. A hand one. Handbag. As it difference between bag and handbag. Hmm. Your handmade. She was interceding. And now that's on that part. But another one I were noticing that she knew the Lord. Look at what she said. She said, as the Lord liveth." Listen. Several women find it hard to call their own husband my Lord. Look at a woman calling another young boy in the wilderness my what? 13 times. The bible said even as abraham even as sarah obeyed abraham calling him my what my lord if you ask me i will tell you that david was just looking at this woman and when she finished all of that she said i wish this can be my wife and within 10 days never died He didn't waste time. Humility that is coming from the heart. Now look at the the, the story he was saying. The prophecy he was making to David. He said, I know of a sure of certainty that the Lord will build you a house. She is talking out of knowledge. She is a woman that knows God. She is a woman that knows the word of God. He said when the lord has done to you according to all the words he has spoken to you so she knew the word that god spoke to david a woman of good understanding i've said it before you have nothing to understand until you have knowledge it is when you get knowledge listen knowledge understanding and wisdom what is knowledge the information then understand you need to un- comprehend comprehension then wisdom is applying the knowledge you have understood in practical action. You can't be a wise woman until you have first of all been a woman of knowledge. And number two, been a woman of understanding that will understand the knowledge you have. And then wisdom will now be applying the knowledge you have understood in practical actions. Saving situations. There are things you don't know about your husband. That's why you cannot understand it. And that's why you cannot intercede well for him before God and save him. A big girl's intercession unto David caught David immediately. Look at what David said. She knew God. You need to know God. The problem we have in our time is that many women has used their time and their thoughts to think vain things. Instead of using their time and their thought. To think on the word of God. Eh? Paul was writing to Timothy. He said to Timothy that the word of God that you learned from your mother and your grandmother was able to make you wise unto salvation. That's Second Timothy chapter three verse fifteen. The word of God you learned from your mother. So, uh, uh, what's the name of him? Um, Timothy's mother. That's Eunice, isn't it? And then the name of the grandmother is what? Lois. These are mothers of notes. They knew the word of God and they sat the boy down while he was young and put the word of God into him. Women, you are needed. If men of God will rise, How many of you know about John Wesley? The founder of Methodist Church. How many of you know about him? The mother of that man has 19 children. From her own womb, she gave birth to what? I didn't say nine. What I say is what? When you put nine, you carry one and put at the back. But you know one thing about that woman? She is a spiritual woman. The story says that she has her time of prayer and meditation on the word of God in the morning, in the afternoon, in the night. So when it is time for her prayer, she will go and lock herself in the room. And as she's praying, whatever the children are doing, she's controlling it from the place. That's what they call control room. Some of us can never remove your mind from your children. Once you hear cry, whatever you are praying and singing. We are cut off because you have your children has become your idol. You can't concentrate and pray well. You can't go for set apart and stay one day, two days, three days. All you'll be thinking is what will happen to my children. Eh? Abigail knew God. She knew the history of David's work with God. And she, you know, used that information, that word, that understanding. Kai. She gave it back. How many of you here have finished the Bible? From Genesis to Revelation. Raise your hand up. You have read the Bible and finished. Genesis to Revelation. Women. See, God is in need of particular kind of woman. And if God will find you, he will use you do great things because he has been looking for you every woman is just busy with one thing or the other the general thing that people are doing gossip the latest one in town and then thinking things that there are things that you need to remove your eyes from you know there are some of you if you're walking on the road and somebody look at you somehow see why is this man looking at me like this do you know why you are thinking like that? And the things that worry you, you know, you start shaking. Am I wearing as as we You know, you are all right. You have shaked yourself seven times in the middle before coming out. Now, your problem that somebody is looking at you is disturbing you is because you don't have any serious word of God in your heart you are meditating upon. You are not busy. Your, your thoughts are not busy with God's word. So any look around will distract you somebody says something, it becomes a problem to your head. Instead of allowing your thought and your time to be given to the word of God, you are giving it to many things. And anybody who gives his time and thought to many things ends up as a mania person. You can't be great. Great men, they think on the word. And they live by the word. Abigail knew God. Women, the challenge before you, you know that this is the reason why God located Abigail. That's the way God locates people. Who are we studying today? Who are we studying today? Remember that she has a classmate. Do you know the name of her biggest classmate? Remember that she has a sister. Do you even know the name of her sister? In the generations to come, can we study Catherine? Eh? Can people in that generation study Catherine? What we make them to study Catherine is that Catherine has entered into the book of life. And her exploit in the name of the Lord was recorded. So they say, let us study this woman. Nobody will record anything about you until that thing has to do with the kingdom of God. Because the Bible is a book of God's kingdom. Both Old Testament and New. That you cooked food. You know I caught you in the house yesterday. Sorry, using the word caught. I caught her in the kitchen yesterday cooking very powerful food. That food you cook, my wife used to cook it a lot. I will tell you later. <laughs> you know, nobody recorded anything about anybody in the Bible because you cooked. Am I correct? No. You went to market, you bought this. Hey, market today is so much hey, you know, things are costly. I, Mama Kechi, did you hear that things are costly? Say, I don't know. I don't know what is happening to Nigeria. Hmm. Hmm. This is our Nigeria. You know, this is what is in your head. <laughs> For you to be a woman of faith, the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing the word of her ah! You must give time and attention to the word. I know it. I began to knew it too well. She quoted it to David. She said, what God has said concerning you, look at what God has said, I know it. And God will do it. And when God has done it, because I believe that he will do it, remember your handmaid. Because I know you are going to be a king. I believe in your God. I know you are a man of God. When God has done that, remember your handmaid. David did not even wait for God to do that. Just called him and said, come, 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 come. Your intercession has moved me. a woman of good understanding we need to pray that God will make us such a woman look at David's response to that let's just look at it as we conclude verse 32 and David said to Abigail blessed be the Lord God of Israel which sent thee this day to meet me and blessed be thy advice and blessed be thou how many blessed bless now? Eh? Three-dimensional blessed. Bless thee thou which has kept me this day from coming to shed blood and from avenging myself with my own hand. For in very, in very deed as the Lord God of Israel liveth, which has kept me back from hurting deed. Except thou has hasted. Are you seeing that? Except thou has hasted. So if you didn't come on time and come to meet me, surely there had not been left unto Nebal by the morning light any man that pisseth against the wall. If you have not come fast, this would have been the result of that family. Say blessed. You see, David began to bless this woman. He said, you have saved me from shedding an innocent blood. This, your intervention has brought me to my senses. May you be such a woman. He said, blessed be the Lord God of Israel who, who sent you. So Abigail became a saint one. A saint person is an apostle. She became an apostolic woman that was sent by God. David recognized that Abigail was sent by the Lord God of Israel. And he blessed God for sending her. He blessed Abigail herself for coming. He blessed, there are three things he blessed. He said, blessed. The second one, he said, be your advice. Blessed be your what? Abigail gave David a very serious advice. I said, don't do this. Because if you do this, it may become a spot, even when God has lifted you. It will become a reproach that will not be wiped away. Allow God to fight your battles. Because I know that God will surely bless you, for you are fighting the battles of the Lord. What a woman. Look at what is coming out of her mouth. The Lord God of Israel. What God has said. What comes out of you as a woman matters. If you are not such a woman that, you know, knows the word and quotes the word as you are talking, when they say, I'm not a Bible, eh? who will put Bible in your head? No! You have to study the Bible. You have to read the Bible. You have to meditate on the Bible. You have to take time to do it. So that you will become such a woman. That when you give people advice, they will see God in that advice. When you intervene in a situation, people will know that you are sent by God. Abigail did not literally hear from God and say, Abigail, move. No. Because she has the spirit of God in her. Because the word of God is abiding in her. Her actions become an, aid, an a divine action that saves situations. My dear sisters, we need to grow in the knowledge of God. It is actually the word of God and the, your knowledge of God that will bring you to that level of humility where you will forget about what you are and save a situation. The wisdom that you will be able to use to advise your children and even talk to your husband and your husband will see light in what you are saying. There is one or two more thing, oh. You know. Verse... Uh, 5 said, So David received of her hand that which he has brought him and said unto her, Go up in peace to your house. See, I have hearkened to your voice and have accepted your person. Listen, there is a way you will intercede for your husband. Eh? God will hear your voice and send his angels to do great things in the life of your husband. David said, See, i have heard your voice i have listened to you go i have answered your prayer concerning your husband god will answer you concerning your husband in the name of jesus he will answer your prayers come but remember you have to pray like a big girl you have to love him you have to carry his sin upon you he say, upon me my lord upon me be this iniquity And then you have to say forgive me No longer my husband You are carrying it You are carrying it And let me tell you Even if your husband is sick Even if your husband has gotten HIV Can't God heal HIV You are not answering me Even if Because your husband is going out Sleeping with other women And he has gotten HIV God can answer your prayer eh? And Bring your husband back to you. Saved. And heal his what? what? HIV. Restore and recover your marriage and your marriage can become heaven on earth again. Somebody say amen to that. Yes! It's possible. Believe me. It will happen to you. It will happen. Look at a bigger example. God answers prayers. I remember a story of a man of God who said he went out to preach on evangelism. And he met a woman As he was preaching to the woman He said, woman, repent The kingdom of God is at hand If you don't repent, there is hellfire The woman said, please, don't talk to me Which one is hellfire? Greater than the hellfire I'm inside I'm inside hellfire already Which one is hellfire? Eh? My husband Left me and the children and ran away And I've been suffering alone and all my children, none of them, all of them are wayward from A to Z. What is my life to me? Every day they will come and tell me, uh, police has caught one. The other one is a prostitute. We find her in the uh, brothel, the other side. All of them are wayward. Not even a single one. Excuse me, I'm in hellfire. If it is, uh, you are talking about another hellfire, I don't know about that one. If the man want to preach this side, the woman say, Don't waste your time. There's no point. There's no God. If there's God, how can God allow me to be in this kind of situation? And the man of God went back and started praying and said, God, tell me how can I help this woman? How can I preach the gospel to this woman? And God said, when you go back to the woman, don't preach again. Just tell her, God can solve this problem of your husband, and your children if we can pray about it so he went she went back and told the woman can we pray about your husband and your children that god will answer the prayer and bring back your husband restore your children back and your family will be in order the woman said if your god will do this then i will follow your god and then they started the prayer every week they bring out a day the man and the woman will pray concerning her. They did that for about six months. The man came back. As he came back, he, he repented. All the children repented. All of them. They became, you know, followers of Jesus. Tell your neighbor, the God of heaven stay answers prayers. There is nothing he cannot do. Do you remember that our song? Yes. You are the maker of heaven and earth. Oh, there is nothing you can. You are the maker of heaven and earth. There is nothing you can that the maker of heaven and earth oh, There is nothing you cannot do You are awesome in your ways Awesome in your ways You are mighty in your works Father you are the maker of there is nothing you cannot do finally see one more thing about abigail before we pray look at verse 36 and abigail came to nabal and behold he held a feast in his house, like the feast of a king. And Nebal's heart was merry within him, for he was very drunken. Wherefore she told him nothing, less or more, until the morning light. But it came to pass in the morning, when the wine was gone out of Nebal, and his wife had told him these things, that his heart died within him, and he became as a stone, And it came to pass about 10 days after that the Lord smote Neba that he died. Now, listen. Abigail was such an intelligent woman, a wise woman, a woman of understanding that she will not tell her husband certain things at certain times. Do you understand what I said now? Listen carefully. This is a very serious matter, and it's a serious problem to several women. So many women doesn't know the right time to talk to their husband, and that is what causes problem most time. Not as if your husband is bad. That a man, you need to understand generally who a man is. Eh? If a man has something let's say a project, you know men are designed for projects and that project is bothering him, something a contract is bothering him and his mind is not settled and you are coming to tell him uh, children's school fees, this one that one you may not get his attention if actually you want to get your husband's attention, start from that thing that is bothering him to discuss are you following what I am saying? maybe you notice that he's not he's worried. Say what is worrying you? What is worrying you? He said hey, that control I put do you know that the thing did not work out? Start from there. Because if you tell him any other thing, apart from that thing that is worrying him, at that time you may get pepper that you are looking for. Are you getting me? A man is a, very simple. If you can understand who a man is but that's the problem we have you are complaining that your husband is not treating you well he's not showing you love but you don't know you are not wise enough you are not intelligent to know when to talk to him abigail came back she didn't tell her husband what happened because the man is drunken if it is some of us you come back and say eh? You have drank the way you used to drink. As you are talking about you want you drink, you drank, you are drinking again. You start quarreling on the man. She didn't talk. Somebody say wise woman. She went and slept. Some of you, when you have something in your heart, you will not sleep. It will be doing like this, doing like this. At the time, you just say, eh, because there is something I want to tell you. Ah, self control. A woman should be sober. Learn to control yourself. Put yourself under control. Tell yourself, no, I will not talk to my husband now. I will wait at the right time. I will watch. Don't think you are living alone in your own world. Don't think you can control your husband. You can't. He's a man. He he, he is the head. Watch him. Know when he is in a right mood. Some say that when he's eating a food that he likes. You cannot talk. It doesn't work for every man. A man can be eating food and he's at his stay worried. So don't say, hey, let me give him food. Then I will talk to him. No. Eh? Not even sex. I'm telling you. You Some some believe that, okay, when we are in the bed for sex, then I start talking to him about the problem. No. As a matter of fact, if you bring problem during the sex time, many men are put off. In fact, so we see that you want to use sex, you know, you know they have brain too. Not only you have brain. You say, let me wait for sex time so that I will present them. No, there is a time you watch him. You notice that he's in the right mood. You need to depend on the Holy Spirit. Wisdom comes from Him. You see your marriage flowing. It's, your man is not bad. He's not wicked. He's a nice man. After all, he loved you and come and married you. Are you getting me? Sometimes when you see a woman complaining, my husband did not love me, my husband did not love me. It's he, he, even your temporary emotion that you are confessing. You know one thing about women is that a woman when she is talking, she's not saying what is true, she is saying what she is feeling. Eh? so if a woman say my husband did not love me at all what she's saying is that as far as eh, what I am feeling now (laughs) and you see now if you that is a natural woman a spirit controlled woman doesn't talk like that you don't talk talk your feeling you talk what the spirit is leading you to because as many as are led by the spirit of God are what so you, you put your mouth under control you don't, that you don't feel love now does not mean you should say that. There's a, a man who will say that he didn't love you at all, he will get so angry that he will now say, I oh, have got all this love I'm showing you, you are not in any love. Come and see love again now. Are you following me? So, a knew the right time. And in the morning when she noticed that the wine has gone, she now told her husband, look at what happened yesterday. would have died yesterday by now would have been you know crying here look at how i intervened may you be such a woman in the name of jesus christ and then david sent his servant say go and bring abigail to be my wife what touched me is what i want to show you last abigail when she got that information from david look at what she said verse 40 and when the servants of David came to Abigail to Camel they spoke unto her saying David sent us unto thee to take thee to him to wife verse 41 and she arose and did what bowed herself on her face to the earth and said behold let thy handmaid be a servant to wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. And I began hasted and arose. And rode upon the ass. And so on and so forth. Behold. Let thy servant. Be a servant. To wash. Thy feet. And the feet of your servants. What's the meaning of that? She saw the job of a wife. The work of a, for a wife As a work Of a servant To serve his her Lord That's one Number two Not just her Lord But also to serve what His Lord's servants Some women When they get into the life of a man And saw his friends and disciples Eh What did they do Instead of, you know, serving the people that are with your husband before, you become a closed door. Are you getting what I'm saying? All of them, your action and your reaction will be telling them, leave this house. Leave, 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 leave. Are you, are you getting something now? She became a servant of both David towards his feet and the feet of his... Uh, I was touched by that. I said, this woman? So this is her view of a wife. No wonder she became such a wife to Nebal. And the moment Nebal is dead, David did not waste time. And she moved and got into a higher service. It's like promotion. And the next thing was that she became the first lady of Israel somebody is becoming a first lady spiritually promoted even physically promoted by the reason of being a woman of good what God will do is to raise your husband and when he raises your husband because you have you know humbled yourself served followed as your husband is rising you are also rise on your feet and pray Rise on your feet and pray. Oh, there is nothing you cannot do. You are the maker of heaven and earth. There is nothing. Oh, you are the maker of heaven and earth. There is nothing. Maker of heaven and earth, Maker of heaven and earth, oh, there is nothing. Hey, you are awesome. You are awesome in your ways. You are mighty. You are the maker of heaven and earth. Oh, there is nothing you can do. Maker of heaven and earth. You are the maker of heaven and earth. Oh, I believe you, Lord. There is nothing. He that makes heaven and earth, he can convert your husband. You are the maker of. heaven He can heal him. He can heal him of HIV He can heal him of STD He can restore back your marriage He can make you feel again Like heaven on earth There is nothing Nothing you cannot do There is nothing You are the maker of heaven and earth. Oh, daddy, there is nothing in my life in my family you are the maker of you can walk wonders in the life of your oh jesus can you now pray say to him lord you are the maker of heaven and earth make me a woman of good understanding Make Me a woman of good understanding, like a big girl of old. Make me make my husband what he should be. Lord, walk in my life. Oh, the wisdom from the life of a big girl is too much. Make me a humble woman. Make me such a woman that is so humble. Oh, Jesus. Please pray, ask God to help you. There are so many issues that has erased from the life of a big girl. She's a woman that knows God. A woman that knows the word of God. Pray that you'll be committed to the word of God. Ndelebo, shandelebo, shande. Ndelebo, shandelebo, shande. Shandelebo, shandelebo, shanda la basanda. Ma ndelebo, shande o kandara basendelebo. Ndelebo, shandelebo. Abigail loved her husband, and she stepped into intervene, even though her husband is an evil man. Your husband is not even as an evil man and yet you are having problem your husband is not an evil man and yet you are having problem a big had an evil man as a husband and yet she managed the situation pray for knowledge you need to have knowledge you need to have understanding so that you can be a wise woman every wise woman builds a own. Ma lebo shanda raba san, vende lebo shanda raba Hey, can you pray for your husband now? The Maker of heaven and earth can make him. As you pray for yourself, pray for him. Oh, Jesus. Can God bless you because of you? Bless your husband because of you. God bless Neba, even though he's an evil man because of Abigail. Abigail attracted wealth greatness to neighbor because of her life. Malanda Rabakula Rabasenda Levoshanda. Hey! Mighty real world. You are the maker of, of heaven and earth. There is nothing you cannot do. You are answering your word. Hey, you are the maker of heaven. You can make me now Not in you Surrender your life to Jesus Tell him to make you a woman of God like Abigail That will be a great asset Abigail later became the queen of Israel She later became the first lady Because she humbled herself. Woman, humble yourself so that God can can preserve your life. So that God can use you to be an encouragement to your husband. Woman, humble yourself and pursue knowledge. God will lift you up tomorrow if you become a woman of good understanding. The story of your life has not yet been written, but it can be written. Hallelujah Lift up your hands as I pray for you Father this night I pray for your children That are here, the women Both the single and the, and the married Especially the married That this word will not condemn them Rather by this word You will help them In the name of Jesus I pray dear Father That the grace that was upon a big girl. The wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding that was upon a big girl. That shoot her from one point to the highest point, And today she became an object of study for us. Come upon them today in the name of Jesus Christ. Help them to bend down. A big girl studied. She studied and gathered knowledge. And out of her knowledge and understanding, she knew what to do. At this time, and how to do it—that's wisdom—in order to save her husband and her family. And you saw this action, and you promoted her. I pray that the lesson from the life of Abigail, we continue to speak to these women until they conform to it. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I'm blessed. Be the name of the Lord who has visited us today and will not leave us until He has made us what we are supposed to be. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. We trust you are blessed by God's word. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website www.calvarywayonline.org For testimonies, counseling and prayers, you can send an email to Labels at gmail.com or call 80 you could also follow us on all our social media platforms at Calvary Rail by Bandidos.